You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hello, America, and happy Friday. Well, we've got the show of shows for you. We're not going to let you down. We've got some great guests. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash Just News. 
There are so many news headlines that I want to dive into. I first want to break into tonight's conversation with a guest who spoke on the stage at CPAC today. Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry is one of the most courageous and conservative members who we have sticking up for us in Congress today. Congressman, it's an honor to have you here by phone. Honestly, we would have taken you by carrier pigeon. We are so happy to have you. Thank you for being here. Uh, It's great to be with you, Amanda. Thanks for the opportunity. Yes, sir. So I want to start off with what you spoke about today at CPAC. This is a very rowdy crowd. It's an election year. It is always a big time uh, for CPAC during an election year. What did you talk about? Well, we talked about, uh, you know, the future, but really mostly what uh, the president, what President Biden is doing to the country and and how we can change the trajectory. Most Americans can't afford their grocery bills, their credit card bills, let alone much of anything else. And it's all most of that can be attributed to the policies of the current administration. America can't stand it anymore. And we've got a little bit of time before the next election to make that case and to provide the alternative. That's right. Okay, so, sir, uh, speaking of the next next election, uh, back in January, the House passed a little bit of a Band-Aid for the budget bills. We're now up against another two deadlines, I think, March 1st and March 8th. I know the Freedom Caucus is urging a one-year CR. Now, uh, one year from now, that is is going to be a new Congress, whether uh, it's the same majority, we don't know, and could potentially be someone else in the White House. How does that play into your decision to urge this on House Republicans? Well, the it's all based on what the alternative is, right? The alternative is what Chuck Schumer and, quite honestly, Mitch McConnell are going to write, which is which is essentially just more Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden policies, and increased spending from the from the Nancy Pelosi era, which all Republicans rejected. When and I mean all, I mean every single one rejected when it was put in front of them uh, about a year and a half ago now. And so what we're talking about is a continuing resolution that actually has spending caps in it to limit Washington's ability to continue to bankrupt the country. It's not a perfect solution for sure. And, you know, we, we think we could do better, but we have to live in the world of, the, of reality that we're in. And many of my colleagues will go for something worse. So this is this is a, an alternative to that. And we're hoping that we can convince our, uh, most of our colleagues, enough of them certainly, to be for this as opposed to what Senator Schumer and Senator McConnell are likely to jam down our throats next week. Yeah, I think you're right. I think as far as the two evils, it's definitely the lesser of. But with respect to what's happening in the Senate, you know, Chuck Schumer has continued to force through these massive bills, sometimes inches high, hundreds and hundreds of pages long. And you actually called him out on X for one of these very bills, a funding bill. Tell us about that. Well, uh, he's calling anybody that doesn't want to walk in, having not read thousands of pages and just vote for something. He's calling people like that extremist. And what's extreme is expecting uh, the American people to accept the old Nancy Pelosi policies of vote first, read it later to find out what's in it. 
Members of Congress deserve the dignity, and quite honestly, more importantly, the American people deserve the dignity and the respect to know what's in a bill before their their members and their representatives are asked to vote on that bill. And so we, we actually, I think it's more the height of tyranny to, to expect uh, two people and their staff, that would be Schumer and McConnell in Washington, to write a thousand, couple thousand page bills that deals with the spending of all the United States of America and and then just have members come in and, and rubber stamp that without reading it. It's incredible. And I think back to I think it was Obamacare where they said we have to pass it for you to know what's in it. And I, rem- I remember thinking at that time, this, this is it. This is how they are going to operate from now going forward. Um, I wanted to ask you about Speaker Mike Johnson. I know that he is trying very hard to uh, to herd cats, for lack of better terms, with respect to all of the different factions of Republicans in the House. Um, but I have to admit that sometimes it seems like there is only a small faction of House Republicans. Usually it's the House Freedom Caucus who who actually really care about cutting spending, even though practically every Republican who runs every two years runs on slicing spending and and bringing that down for the American people. Why is it that so many Republicans run on that? They run on, you know, spending less money. (laughs) And I think back to running on repealing Obamacare and then some of them voted against it. Why do they run on that and then not face up to it when the time comes? Well, because let's face it, everybody likes the power and the control and the authority that comes from uh, throwing other people's money around. It's not their money. It's uh, taxpayers that are working hard to pay their bills. And it's easy to go home and sell, look what I got you, look what program we brought home, that kind of thing. And of course, most people oftentimes don't recognize that it's it's also coming out of their wallet. So it's essentially doing the easy wrong instead of the hard right. And they also are counting on the fact that you've forgotten what they've said when they were on the campaign trail and now that you voted for them once that you will continue to vote for them regardless of how they vote you they're counting on the fact that you won't even know how they voted right oh yes american political amnesia It, it, it really is a problem i think you're right about that sir i wanted to move on to the activity of the ever important oversight committee committee Uh, Y'all just had a recent conversation with the president's brother, James Biden. You've got another important conversation coming up with Hunter Biden next week. Now, I know that in James Biden's opening statement, he denied unequivocally President Joe Biden's involvement, knowledge, direct or indirect of any of these business dealings. Did you find that the rest of his testimony when he was answering questions of the committee lined up with that? Or did it seem that he was kind of trying to to thread the needle between protecting his brother and also protecting his own hide. Well, Amanda, what we'd like to do is get all the testimony from the Bidens first and their associates associates, and then compare it with one another because everybody can't be telling the truth. Like James Biden, for instance, told the uh, the folks in, involved in AmeriCorps, which just became revealed generally to the public last week, that, that Joe Biden was going to sit on the board of AmeriCorps. And so I... What I would rather not do is kind of characterize those conversations until we can verify them with the other members of the Biden team that were making money off of grifting from American policymakers. Understand the only people that that lost in that AmeriCorps scam was the employees and the patients of this rural hospital program that also touched Pennsylvania. So we got to be very careful when we get the testimony to make sure that we we keep 
keep that uh, in line where it needs to be until we can compare the questions that we're going to have with other people to see how they how they match up because somewhere the truth exists somewhere and and oftentimes their their stories don't match up and somebody's you know somebody's not being truthful now the the final thing I would need to say is is that the committee is not really interested in Hunter Biden or James Biden or any of their associates. What we want to know is what the president of the United States, what his involvement was in the, any of these any of these dealings. And of course, he's uh, he's not going to be interested in coming in and talking to us. But all all evidence at this point points and leads in his direction. So we have to be very careful uh, and mindful of that. But uh, but we're just going to continue to follow the facts where they take us. Hey, I just think back to so many Democrats out there criticizing not only House oversight, but judiciary and ways and means for having closed door testimony. And I guess that's a pretty darn good reason for having closed door testimony so that people can't coordinate their answers. Um, I wanted to ask you about some of uh, the information, some of the rhetoric from Democrats regarding Alexander Smirnoff. This is the guy who is the supposed source in the FD 1023. This was a bombshell announcement last year that this guy was alleging bribery that involved the president to the tune of five million dollars. He was arrested in Las Vegas. And now Democrats are trying to say, see, 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 we told you he's lying. None of this is true. How do you keep the, the conversation um, on task? How do you keep people on task? with respect to Joe Biden and his possible involvement and not let that completely muddy the waters. Well, first of all, the Demo- we know the Democrats are going to make hay of that. that. That's to be expected. But we, you know, at this point, I think we all need to be skeptical, certainly of the FBI and all these federal agencies that have shown themselves time and time again to lie boldface right to the American people. And, and I find it a little bit rich that this guy was allegedly one of, if not the top paid FBI informant. This information has been available now for a very long period of time, the same people that employed him and the same people that used his information suddenly now are arresting him. And oh, by the way, the only lie that apparently he's ever told throughout all the FBI's investigation and get fact gathering and using confidential sources paid for, including him, the only information that he's been untruthful about is this information. I will tell you, it's just a little too coincidental and coming from the people that used complete lies to impeach the past president it falls uh they come with unclean hands to this uh to this event oh thanks a lot amanda for joining me on this what a great interview i learned a lot we're going to be right back with more things just like this right after the commercial break hey folks if you're a homeowner and you're like me you want to protect your home right but when's the last time you checked on the title to your home if you never have listen to this a new report on homeowners shows we all now have 16 trillion dollars in equity that's an all-time high in america that's why you need protection from a scam the fbi calls house stealing that's when the equity in all of our homes is the target sadly of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. 
They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. You know, national security is a topic that has been all over the news recently, in large part due to the Biden administration's energy policies. Joining me now to discuss some of these concerns is someone who knows a lot about the effectiveness of these energy policies or ineffectiveness of the Biden administration's energy policies. He's Tim Stewart, and he's the president of the U.S. Oil and Gas Association. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. Thank you so much, Tim. Yeah, as always, thank you for having me. All right. I want to I want to head off this conversation with the tie in with national security, because obviously energy uh, is is national security. Um, There were a number of concerning aspects to the Biden administration putting a pause on export permits for liquefied uh, natural gas. The first thing was the timing, because it was happening just as all of this was heating up between the Biden administration and Texas state officials trying to protect their own border. And it certainly seemed vindictive and punitive, which you don't want to see from the president of the United States. You want to see them acting with measure and responsibility. And that's not what we saw. But the national security concern is that this is an energy product that we export nearly, what, 100 million tons of every year. Over half of that goes to our NATO allies. Um, Now, in some twisted form of supply and demand or demand and supply, it's not that those NATO allies are going to stop needing the LNG imports to their countries. So where are they going to get it from now? Well, yeah, you know, you summarize that probably better than anybody I've heard for quite some time. Exactly. Where are they going to get it from? And the place that they're going to get it from is likely a country that does not produce it in near the clean and efficient manner that we do, the United States. You know, it's interesting, man, those those pauses on those projects are just part of the overall LNG industry, which in and of itself is a miracle in the United States and, and globally. We've been able to to really take natural gas, which was never a global commodity, and figure out how we can export it on the world stage and, and become really one of the largest suppliers of LNG in the world. And our allies are looking at us saying, if we can't you know, if we can't get it from you, we have to get it from somewhere. And by the way, you made promises to us six months ago, nine months ago, when when the Ukraine situation was underway. You made promises that if we weren't taking Russian gas, we could take it from you. And then they send this message just a matter of two weeks saying, by the way, we're going to pause other uh, permitting processes on our industry, which 
puts our allies like Japan and and others in a in an interesting place. You know, I was talking with Japanese uh, uh, friends yesterday, and they literally were saying, "What do we do? How how can we? Where do we go from here?" It, it's a really unfortunate energy and foreign policy mistake. It's a blunder uh, of the worst sorts, particularly in this particular time in, in the global stage and all the, the challenges that are underway with the hot war going on and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and you bring up the term pl- uh, blunder. And I think of the Biden administration with respect to all of its energy policies, but especially within the green sector, because this was something that they promised to deliver to a certain section of Democrat voters, the people who are maniacally green, and as as we oftentimes talk about on this show, put the cart before the horse with, with respect to green energy. Um, and the Biden administration is now pulling that back. They are extending these mandates for electric vehicle uh, deadlines. They're relaxing those a little bit, I think, for about a decade. And this for this to me, I mean, I, I'm all for it because I don't think the technology nor the resources nor the infrastructure is there to to mandate to that degree. But also at the same time, it's a blunder for him because this is a whole lobby. This is a whole section of voters who are really supporting him on his green agenda. You know, that's exactly right, particularly the LNG story. You know, the New York Times reported that one of the most influential uh, advocates for that LNG action was a TikTok influencer from Colorado who's 25 years old. When you're making global national security uh, decisions to placate some 25-year-old TikTok influencer and his followers, that's wrong. It's just flat out wrong. And it's been really interesting to watch, you know, sort of the backpedaling on this one. When you have lost your President Obama's national security advisor and you've lost a Democratic senator from Montana and other places like that where, where uh, they have had to backpedal, that is a good that is a good sign. There's an old adage that if you want to see uh, bad policy, the bad policy revealed, let it get fully implemented. And that's what I think you're starting to see happening right now. Same thing on EV mandates, like you like you said, uh, they realize they just cannot get from here to there. And uh, they're losing a lot of their their central centrist voters who are, who are feeling the impacts of, of these policies. Energy poverty is a real thing and it is really impacting American families right now. Yeah. And, you know, my, we, we live in a pocket of L.A. where there are a number of car dealerships around us and there's a Chevrolet dealer right around the corner from us. And, and as my husband and I are walking around the block, when I, when I look on their lot, there are a lot of EVs sitting there on the lot and they're just not getting purchased. Do you think that the Biden administration, in concert with the green lobby, overestimated how willing the American people would be to adopt, you know, green cars? Absolutely. I mean, what they're essentially mandating is, is the, the American people adopt a subpar pro, uh, product. And that's where EVs are right now. You have Tesla, which is a, is a superior product and everything else is not right quite up to, to Tesla's standard by any means. And yet the administration is saying, OK, automakers, we're forcing you to make a product that the consumers don't want. And they're saying to the consumers, the voters. We're forcing you to be planning on buying a vehicle that you don't want either. And therefore, you're all miserable and our work is done here. That's really what it is at this point. Uh, I was talking to a group earlier today. The fact of the matter is, is, is these the U.S. oil and gas industry produces what people need and what they want. And we're going to be around a lot longer than the Biden administration. And we're going to be able to survive through this. And frankly, I'm able to tell people in my neighborhood, don't worry, you're going to have a a good abundant supply of gasoline for the next 30 years for your vehicle. Uh, EVs don't scare us anymore. I think we're kind of reaching that point where the consumers have started to speak. The trough of disappointment and disillusionment is very, very deep with the owners right now. And I think uh, just natural market forces and consumer choice is going to force the administration to backpedal significantly. 
Yeah, I mean, so much of this uh, is it Shakespeare cutting off our noses to spite our own faces. Um, right. So much of these policies are just just destroying not only what is happening within the energy sector, but but commerce across the state. So states are considered laboratories of democracy. States can do whatever they want. I'm in California. Obviously, we have to deal with what Sacramento does, and it's absolutely awful. But Colorado is another state who is cracking down. I mean, there there is something so American to me about the smell of gasoline and grass. Maybe that's just because I, I grew up riding on my dad's riding mower uh, with him. But Colorado is now cracking down on gas-powered lawn equipment. Now, this is just for state properties. It's not for, for people's own yards. But it's going to move there, isn't it? It is. It is. And you're right. States are laboratories of democracy. There also can be Frankenstein laboratories. And that's what you see coming out of California. The problem is there's a real reason why it's called Californication. And as a Westerner, somebody who grew up there, we've seen that happen where where bad ideas are somehow exported from the left coast and it begins to infect the rest of us. On this Colorado piece, you're exactly right. It's there's no stopping point. Uh, we've learned that from the green lobby. We've, we've learned that from and we call it big green now because it is it's a massive industry. But we have we have learned that there is no stopping point for them. Uh, there is always one more crisis, always one more thing that needs to be regulated, almost one, one more thing that needs to be taken away from the consumers for their own good. And they're doing they're taking away these products and saying at some point you'll have a replacement. Just trust us. Act on faith. You know, because Big Green is also it's it's almost a religion at this particular point where where we have we're told to, to adopt it and to exercise our faith and everything will work out. The fact of the matter is there's no replacement on the foreseeable future for a lot of the consumer products they're trying to take away. Yeah, there's only one entity that I put my faith in, and it's a capital F that goes into it, and it has nothing to do with anyone here on this earth, particularly the Green Lobby. All right, you spoke at CPAC. You uh, had a panel called Putting Our Heads in the Gas Stove. I love your initiative about hands off my gas stove, but tell us about uh, what you spoke to the people at CPAC about. Well, CPAC is, you know, that is a great place to go. You've been there. You know, there's a ton of energy. I was thinking if we could harness the energy that's here, we could frankly power the, the Washington, D.C. area for the next few days, for sure. There's a lot of energy right there. Uh, what we spoke about was we it was a good, great panel, but that this concept of sticking our head in the in the stove, sticking our head in the gas oven, that, that connotates we're trying to kill ourselves. And to be honest with you, Biden, the Biden energy policy is this, pro, this process of, I hate to say it, but it's almost economic suicide. We are we're frankly trying to go down the same path that Germany has done with deindustrialization, which means means increased scarcity, which means people go hungry and they go and then they're cold and they don't have the things that they want all to placate something, as you and I just mentioned, put our faith in something that has not yet materialized. And so that was the, the, uh, the topic of the panel. And there was some great feedback and a lot of applause. And I'm happy with that. I love that. And I agree. I mean, there's always so much energy surrounding CPAC and, and the, the demographics of it have changed over the last five or 10 years or so. It's been incredible to see. Um, last time we had you on, I think when we were finishing up, you said, remind me to ask you or to, for you to tell me about energy contract with America. Tell us about it. Well, that's, I thank you for asking that. I think you're going to see here the next couple of weeks, the, the, the oil and gas industry working with uh, a lot of our allies. We're going to put forward a, a concept that uh, for those, anybody running for office, regardless of political party, we'd like for you to consider signing the, an energy contract with America, which really has basically three platforms. One, that we will do everything we can to reduce energy poverty in America. And two, that we'll be able to, we'll work to provide more of all of the above. It doesn't mean that we need to put 
put one industry against another, one source of energy against another. Let's create more of all of the above. And three, don't pass policies that, that make those two things impossible. That's what it is. Wow. A lot to think about, don't you think? Well, we're going to give you a commercial break to mull everything over. And when we come back, we're going to have another interview just as enlightening. Stay tuned. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, John Solomon here from John Solomon Reports. I'm proud to be on the iHeartRadio app every day with my podcast, with the news that we bring, the exclusive interviews. And you know what else is great? You can listen to any iHeartRadio station anywhere in the country inside this free app. I used to listen to all sorts of radio on my AM or FM radio. Today, I don't have time to be in the car that often. You know where I listen? I listen on the iHeartRadio app. It's awesome. And they have some really cool new features, unlike anything else in the market. One of them is called Talk Back Mike. Anytime I have something to say, I tap the mic and send my voice message and then listen to hear my voice on one of my favorite shows. Isn't that cool? You can send a message to your favorite disc jockey, your favorite podcast show host. So be sure to download the iHeart app radio. If you don't have it right now, the iHeart radio app is a winner. Be sure to download the free iHeart radio app today and start streaming your favorite radio stations, your favorite podcasts, and your favorite music playlists right from the iHeart radio app. I'm excited to be joined by Ben Whedon. He is the evening news editor for Just the News, who can take us through some of the major headlines from today that you can find over on justthenews.com as well as share some breaking news uh, with us. So, Ben, thanks so much for joining me. And, okay, I want to ask about what is happening with Alvin Bragg and also what's happening down in Maricopa County. You've got some breaking news on both of those, right? Yes, so the Maricopa County attorney has a murder suspect in her custody that's wanted up in New York, allegedly killed someone in a hotel room up there, and then flew down to uh, Arizona. And so... This guy winds up in Arizona's custody because he allegedly stabbed someone in a McDonald's. So he kills somebody allegedly and then flies off to another state, immediately winds up in another violent incident and is now uh, they're seeking his extradition. Well, she doesn't want to give him to New York because she's looked at Alvin Bragg's record. This is the Manhattan DA who has a longstanding record of releasing fairly violent criminals on bail and then pending trial and then... Republicans have criticized him for being allegedly somewhat lax in prosecuting more uh, violent criminals. So she says he's going to be safer with us. We don't really want to give him back to you. 
And, you know, it's somewhat unclear what authority she has to be able to do that. Article 4 of the Constitution does provide for state extradition. But Alvin Bragg's office is hitting back, saying, hey, the violent crime in Maricopa County is a good deal worse. So who are you to talk? That's where things are at the mm. moment. Yeah, well, I would say that Alvin Bragg is a little preoccupied and distracted with his prosecution of Donald Trump. Maybe if he took a little less time away from that and started paying attention to actual criminals, uh, then we wouldn't be having this issue. So so if they keep this guy in Arizona, can they I suppose they can't also charge him on the New York crimes. It's got to be solely on the Arizona crime. Uh, yeah. So Arizona can't charge him because the state doesn't have jurisdiction over that yeah. over that crime that would have happened in New York. So right. for now, it's just, this is a relatively rare occurrence in criminal proceedings, and it's somewhat unclear what the enforcement mechanism might actually be to keep him there. Oh, boy. Bickering between states. Gotta love it. Okay, I want to move on to Tony Bobolinsky, who testified, what was that, about two or three weeks ago before Judiciary and Ways and Means Committees? Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Jamie Raskin smeared him. And so now Tony Bobolinsky's attorneys are hitting back. Did you want to correct me on the committees? Because I might yeah. be foggy there. <laughs> so, it, so it's last week he's in front of the Oversight Committee and Oversight. Raskin's the okay. ranking member there. And so he yep. testifies. It's behind closed doors, but the transcript is now out. And so yesterday Raskin writes to Bobolinsky's uh, attorney, Stephen Pasatino, but that, you know, that letter gets in the hands of ABC News before it gets into the hands of Bobolinsky's attorney. And so... He goes through it and says, OK, you're saying there's absolutely no evidence that my client provided in this testimony. That's blatantly untrue. You've seemed to have worked with a news outlet basically saying, you know, to you know, undercut the testimony here. I'm going to go through point by point on everything you say. Here's the excerpts from the transcript where he talks about these communications. You've made multiple factual errors in this story. Uh, and now we want a live hearing with our testimony again for the public to see so that we can address all the points that you're making that are wrong. Gosh, it seems like this happens so often that it conveniently gets leaked to the news media because they know that the news media will launder that information and disseminate it to uh, their followers and their viewers and their listeners and, and make it you know nice and shiny for the American people. OK, I want to move on to this one point two billion dollars in student loan debt that Joe Biden has again decided to circumvent federal law and and judicial decisions against him uh, for one hundred and fifty three thousand borrowers. Now, Ben. You are a young fella. You are in that younger demographic of voters that Joe Biden is apparently struggling with. Do you imagine that for your friends who had some student loan that they were still carrying over from college, is this going to move them over into the Joe Biden voter category? Uh, I expect it would be of considerable benefit to him. You know, the average student mm -hmm. loan payment is something close to $500 a month. That's certainly a big chunk of change for somebody coming out of college and has only been in the workforce for a couple of years. So, you know, that's a pretty immediate financial impact for them that's going to let them see Biden in a positive light. I'm sure it'd influence a lot of people in that situation. Yeah. Um, OK, we've got one more topic for the day. The head of Boeing's 737 MAX program, he's been there for the better part of two decades. He has departed amid problems relating to that aircraft. Um, I do wonder if DEI had anything to do with any of the issues relating to the manufacture or the design of these aircrafts. But what are your thoughts? Well, you know, this is part of a broader leadership change across the board of Boeing. And, you know, this is not the first time we've been seeing issues with the 737 MAX. This is a aircraft line that has been under scrutiny for years. There were fatal crashes in 2018, 2019. This latest thing with the, uh, the door 
plug on the fuselage flying out earlier this year that's triggered all the investigations. You have United Airlines went through and looked at their fleet, said, hey, we found some loose bolts on some of these things. It does seem like there's something systemic going on, at least with this particular you know, aircraft line. So they're going to have to look into that internally and from oversight. It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm really grateful that each of you could join today. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is we sure do. And not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple Store. It's also in the Android Store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch our videos and television shows. You can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson, or you can read the stories that we do a day, 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today. Download the Just the News app. Read, watch, listen. Three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon. I want to support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just the News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you got to do is join the Just the News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. An ad-free experience on Just the News 24-7. Plus, once a month, you get to hang out with me at justthenews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the Just the News team. Great opportunity. Sometimes we bring in our reporters. It's always a delightful time. If you want to get involved in that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. Quick way to get into the club. It's $4.99 a month, $44.99 a year. Great way to support our journalism, make a difference, and get an enormous benefit yourself. So go check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps up John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great night. God bless this great country of the United States. Be sure to go to justthenews.com if you need that news fix. We got you covered 24-7. Can't pay the IRS? Haven't filed in a while? Receiving threatening letters? Yeah, it's about to get worse. The IRS is hiring an army of agents targeting hardworking Americans like you. You need warriors on your side. You need Tax Network USA. Tax Network USA employs brilliant strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. For instance, they've discovered a limited-time special offer that the IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Never call the IRS alone. Let Tax Network USA attorneys handle it. They have preferred direct lines to the IRS. They know which agents to work with and which to avoid. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts and offer a best-in-class guarantee. Schedule your free consultation now. Call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit taxnetworkusa.com slash Victor Tax Network USA.com slash Victor. 
Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twchealth/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%.